0: G'day, Groovy Humans, and welcome to A Groovy Enlightened Life. Today on the show, we are talking with Adrian. Adrian is a beautiful soul who I met in Peru in 2019 while I was tripping over there. Adrian has a beautiful awakening story that we'll be sharing today with you all. And towards the end of the episode, Adrian shares a message from Spirit for all of us to hear and take action on. I hope you can join me on the show today. Sit back, relax. Let's get cracking. Welcome to the show, Adrian.
1: Thank you, Maya. It's such a pleasure to be here today.
0: So to just give a little bit of background to the listeners, uh, Adrian and I met uh, in Peru in 2019. We were on a trip together. We connected, I guess, in a way where uh, Adrian actually shared uh, something with the group when we were there and it really resonated with me and it was similar to I guess the messages that I receive and share in the world as well and and I tapped him on the shoulder and said hey I think we got some similar things going on here and and I guess that's how we met um in the first first instance yeah yeah so I guess uh to let everybody else know about you could you share about what you do I mean who you are where you live and um your service to the world
1: well, what I do right now, I, I run my own business, I, my main business is I'm a telecom, I'm in telecom distribution. But recently, I started running my passion project, which is I opened a vegan store back home, I turned vegan about just over two years ago. Um. And my story was, I went from being the traditional you know, one of the those people who are working just for the sake of money, um, for the sake of success, for the sake of you know those usual stuff. But then one day I had an
2: awakening experience. Like I was in a place where I wasn't happy, where it seemed like I followed every rule there is to the rule book.
1: I worked hard. I fought for everything. Um, I wasn't happy. It seemed like I I was doing my work just for the sake of money. I was fighting people left and right. I was fighting with my family.
2: And I also had bad relationships then. And it seemed like no matter what I did,
1: No matter what kind of success I could seem to attain, it was like I was dying inside. Mm, Yeah. And I think I hit rock bottom then. And you know how they say, when you hit rock bottom, there's nowhere else to go but up? (laughs) That's it. (laughs) So one day I had this awakening experience, which is probably best um, categorized as a Kundalini rising experience. I think that would be the closest to it where one day I woke up and I just had this surge of energy, just rising from my first chakra. I didn't know what chakra was at the time, but yep. it was rising from the lower part of my body and it just kept rising up and up and up. And then it went through my head and now,
0: mm. and it
1: was like, boom. Wow. And you know, my, Understanding and my belief of God at the time, I was raised as a Catholic. So, God to me was an old guy, an old bearded guy in white flowing (laughs) robes. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) But in that moment, it was like the world changed and I became one with everything. Mm. It was such a confusing experience for me at the time. I didn't know
2: what was happening. Yeah. Um, and I could, it was very confusing how there was a presence that was speaking to me at the time,
1: but it was so very loving Mm. and I couldn't, I couldn't think of anything else, but that it was God talking to me. Yep. I mean, at the time, it, it it couldn't felt like anything else. It was, I felt this deep unconditional love that it has for me, and it's a kind of love that not even a mother could have could mm-hmm. have for their own child. It was, it was insane. I, I've never <laughs> known love that way, you know.
2: Yeah.
1: And yeah. I think my journey started from there. I, I started realizing that there is more in this world than what I thought. Yeah, this world isn't about fighting, making money, having a family, having kids, and then die. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah,
1: so yeah, that's how it started for me.
0: That's amazing. So, you mentioned was it Catholic that you had an upbringing in?
2: Yeah,
0: Yeah. so how did I guess this Kundalini experience, you know, like you know, change for you? Like, did it change your faith in any way? Or,
1: well, I've never really resonated with. My with the religion in the beginning, ever since I was a child, I didn't resonate with it. I would sort of fight my parents yep. going to church. I don't want to go to church, <laughs> and I always felt like something a bit off there for me, and it didn't really resonate with me. So,
0: mm, okay, so uh, it, it wasn't it, like something that had to fundamentally shift and change in your belief system when. when oh, it did. Okay,
1: it did, but. But what changed um, my belief system was I didn't realize that there is a God out there that loves us
2: mm.
1: like that, in that way. I think growing up with what I was taught, I believe that there's a vengeful God out there where
0: uh, yep. if
1: do something wrong, he's going to burn you in hell kind of yep. thing. <laughs> yeah,
0: you know? Yeah, yep. the whole carrot and <laughs> stick situation. Uh-huh. yeah <laughs> vengeful god like you described before this this white dude with you know a beard or all, whatever yeah, he is yeah, with long yeah. flying robes and stuff yeah, like yeah, that yeah.
1: <laughs> and he loved you yeah. but if you do
0: something wrong you go yeah. to hell <laughs> burn in hell <laughs> that's good so how did i guess did your family you know did did you have to explain to your family how things were different for you or anything like that
1: not in the beginning, no, because I was confused myself. What well, at the time I, I was confused at what was happening with myself. I mean, the words I searched in Google was I have awakened. Now what?
0: Uh, okay. Yep.
1: <laughs> like I was I was trying to make sense of what is happening here. Like what am I supposed to do now? Yeah. But after a while I I started communicating it um to my parents
2: my sister and they didn't really take it that well mm.
1: because I because they started no, noticing this difference in behavior like I I used to be a person who always worked hard who, who was always chasing business opportunities and stuff and now after the experience, I became a person who stops worrying, stops chasing. Yeah. Like, because one of the guidances that what I like to call spirit told me at the time was you don't have to work hard. You don't have to fight. You just have to allow it in. Mm, yeah. Like, everything we want is always given to us. It's just a matter of us opening ourselves, being a clear channel to receive everything that is meant for us.
0: Mm, Absolutely. And how do you find that experience for you? Like, can you describe how that works for you? As
1: in how I started shifting my life afterwards? Yeah. But
0: also around that opening, that, you know, receiving and surrendering to spirit as opposed to, you know, demanding or chasing after it
2: All oh, right. well it's basically the law of attraction right that's just how this is one of the rules in how this universe works we attract what we are so and what we are is is defined
1: by our vibration by our frequency so I, I had to learn what that means, what, what vibration I am emitting,
2: what frequency I'm at. And, and it could be tricky sometimes. Like For example, let's say in terms of money, I used to believe that if you wanted money, you're going to have to work hard for it. Mm. You're going to have to fight for it.
1: You know, money doesn't grow in trees. Yep. Would you think you are that money would just fall in your lap? <laughs> now, that kind of vibration says that I'm not worthy for money to just come
2: into me just like that. Yep. But if I work hard for it, then I could be worthy. Mm. And so
1: it was that my life has always been a struggle. I mean, I've never had problems with money in the way that I don't have enough money to eat tomorrow, but I've always had to tend to fight and fight and fight and fight and it was always stressful situations after stressful situations. But I did get the money in the end. Yeah. But then I started changing that to a new belief system where I realized that I am worthy of money. The universe loves me, the universe provides freely and unconditionally for everyone. I don't have to fight hard for it. I don't even have to fight at all. I just have to open myself to the opportunities and it doesn't mean that I don't have to act. I would still have to act, but not the kind of action where I come from a place of lack. In the sense that I would need to chase the money. I would need to fight for it. But in the sense that when the opportunity comes, when it comes knocking at your door, you open the door and you say yes.
2: You do the action that's necessary. And have fun doing it. (laughs) That's it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And that's it.
2: And my life's changed um,
1: pretty fast from there. I don't attract that much stressful situations anymore. It doesn't mean there are no more stress in my life. There are stressful situations, but how I reacted to them change. I don't fight them. I do not try to control them. I I let them be, I let everything flow. And so everything just flows.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: And did you find in the beginning did you have like a lot of people talk about having a fear of surrendering to spirit and and going with it whatever comes into their life did you find you had that fear as well to begin with
1: Yes of course because
2: in the beginning to have that kind of a shift I needed to be a different person
1: Now because of the very intense experience that I had I couldn't stay and be the person that I was before anymore. Like I know too much now, I've seen too much now, I felt so much, there's no
2: way I could just go back and be the person that I was before. But on the other hand, who am I becoming? There, I had this fear of letting go of this
1: persona this person this ego that i have created you know this person who works hard for for everything the person who chases opportunities and if i let go of all of that then who am i like that's it what am i how am i gonna live in the future how am i gonna make things happen how am i if i just let go if i just surrendered am i gonna be okay like <laughs> is someone going to catch me <laughs> yeah it it feels at times like that surrendering part it's like you you're jumping off a cliff mm. without a parachute on you know yeah it's just that like taking that leap of faith and mm. not knowing what's out there at all what's going to happen at all yeah
0: yeah and do you find now that you've sort of a little bit more practice at that, do you still have that fear come up every now and again or have you learnt to, you know, manage that?
1: I've learnt to, I wouldn't say manage it, but
2: see, I think when you start awakening, spirit would give you small opportunities that go step by step by step.
1: Like it would offer you, here you go. Here's, a, here's something that you can take. Try making this jump. And then every time I trust that and I jump off that cliff, like it was like spirit's hand will be there to always, always, always catch me. Yeah. Make sure, making sure that I don't fall. And I always find that even though I say it's jump, I never actually fall down. I actually rise up every single time. And it gets easier from there, you know, just building that trust, building that faith. Yeah. Step by step.
2: Yeah.
0: That's beautiful. So you mentioned earlier you work in telecommunications. Is that correct? And you've got your passion vegan store on the side. So how do you, I guess, integrate, you know, your spiritual practice, if I could say that's what it is, or this, I guess, this more awakened life um, Mm -hmm. into your everyday, you know, human existence?
1: All right. This is an interesting story. So in the beginning of my awakening experience, I said to spirit, okay, I'm ready. I don't need this worldly material life anymore just tell me which mountaintop I have to go and I'm going <laughs> to go there and I'm going <laughs> to meditate there and I'm going to stay there. Yep. And then
2: spirit was like, no, no, not at this time. Um, we don't need
1: any more of those self-isolating, highly spiritual people
2: in the middle of nowhere. No, what we need at this time It's people like you showing up and showing the world that you can be material,
1: that you can do normal, earthly jobs, and you can be kind about it. Yeah. Show people a way
2: to do to conduct business that isn't based on greed. Mm -hmm. A way to conduct business that Cares for the people that cares for the environment. and you humans this is what this is this is my best way of interpreting what
1: spirit told me at the time. You humans tend to think that money is evil,
2: that you cannot be spiritual and enjoy money at the same time. But think about it. what is
1: money really? Money is a form of energy. You spend your energy doing something, making something, thinking something, and someone else who needs whatever it is you may, would pay you for it.
2: It's an exchange of energy. Now, what is energy? Energy is all me. Energy is all spirit. All of this earth, this universe, It was made by spirit. It was made of spirit. There is nothing that isn't God. So in that sense, if money is just energy and it's just a part of spirit, there's nothing evil about that. Mm.
1: It is just the way that us as humans have used it. It was our intention and in using it and how we used it, that made it evil. But if we take that out, money is a neutral thing. You can use it for kindness. You can use it
2: to do bad things. That is up to you. That's in your hands. So if you want to be spiritual and you want to deny money, you want to say that money is evil,
1: that's like accept, accepting one part of me and denying the
0: other part of me. Mm, that's a beautiful analogy. Mm, I like it.
1: Yeah, and and that's just not how we could, you know, that's just not the best way to go forward from here on. The best way to go forward is to embrace everything, is to realize that, the neutrality of money and that you can do good things from it and not just in the sense of doing good to give to others but also for yourself. Enjoy it. There are so many people now who are so afraid of spending their own money either because they're afraid there might not be enough in the future or they're afraid or even feel bad to others because if we pamper ourselves in a sense that might make others feel certain ways Mm -hmm. so now i'm 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 just you know doing my own business and
2: being kind to my employees um i try to give them the best that i can um I try to conduct business in a much more ethical
1: ways, you know. No more, I don't. I try not to have too much, more, too much of those political um, motives or backstabbing motives, you know, that <laughs> yeah. is very common in my industry. Um, yeah, and basically, just with my vegan store, I think that's where it's even easier for me to express how we could do business while doing good for the environment for the mm.
2: animals you know mm. so yes. that's how i try to integrate it into my life yeah
0: yeah and i guess you know there's a term that's getting around a lot lately called conscious leadership or conscious based businesses i see that mm. this seems to be a term i guess do you feel that's probably where we're heading um with a oh, lot yeah, of definitely. what we're doing
1: yeah.
0: Mm. yeah it's definitely the thing that you can feel <laughs> happening or starting to shift now, given the current events in the world
1: yeah it it's quite amazing how things are shifting very very quickly eh yes <laughs> like,
0: yeah yeah so let's um let's talk about what's going on in the world right now. And to give some perspective, we're recording this in April 2020. So we've just uh, experienced, I know from from an Australian perspective, we've had uh, massive bushfires, uh, events in in our country. I'm not sure if you've had any weather events over there or any natural um, uh, events that have occurred. But right now the whole world is uh, dealing with a pandemic (laughs) with a virus at the moment. So what do you see going on?
1: Back home, we don't have any of those weather disturbances, um,
2: but we do have the viruses around. But there's always two sides of the coin, right? And it is our choice where we want to place our attention.
1: Do we want to place our attention on the good side of it or on the bad side of it? Now, some people might go ahead and say there's a good side to
2: it. <laughs> well, there is. There always is. Because everything that happens, nothing is by accident or punishment. Yeah. Everything is always for the good of the all. Yeah. Yeah. We have brought this upon ourselves.
1: We have to realize that because we also, each one of us
2: is a part of God, is a part of the universe, is a part of the divine. We have the power of creation, each one of us. Now, there is also what is called the collective creation. And I believe that with the amount of fear that there has been going around in the whole world, the
1: collective humanity have attracted these kinds of situations, this pandemic to us. But on the other hand, spirit can be a bit sneaky at times. (laughs) And and there's always a silver lining, there's always a higher agenda
2: in every event even something that seems as bad as what is happening right now
1: so what i see i'll just talk about the good side here i don't think i need to talk about the bad side anymore you can just turn on your tv and you're yeah
0: it's covered it's covered worldwide by the media thank you media yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so i can i can see so many good sides coming from this First of all, we're kind of forced to slow down and to be still. We have to stay in our homes. Yep. <laughs>
1: Nothing to do. Not much or no one, if you're living alone, to talk with. You basically have to confront yourself because you have to start being with yourself. You suddenly have so much time. Just yourself, just with yourself. Mm
2: -hmm. And I think that's something that so many people have been avoiding. So many people, including me before, tries to escape facing ourselves on a daily basis. Mm, Absolutely.
1: You know, after working, once we go
2: home, we turn the TV on, we numb ourselves. We drink alcohol, we numb ourselves again. We just find all kinds of excuses just to, you know, not just so we don't have to face ourselves, face
1: our fears, face our, our feelings, face whatever demons that we're holding inside. And now it's like, The universe is telling you, you got to stay home, (laughs) face all of your feelings. Yeah. Yeah. And I think in that sense, people who, you know, before this, in the minds of most people, it was just, you know, working, making money, climbing the ladder of success. And now none of that it's available anymore, you know. Mm-hmm. There's nothing you can do about that now. You just got to stay home.
0: Yeah, the distractions are gone, basically.
2: Yeah, the yeah. the excuses. No as more well. distractions.
0: Mm.
2: I mean, despite
1: all the bad things that the news broadcasts to us, you also see so many people doing acts of kindness in these moments. once like you know, all those young people putting themselves out there offering services to the older people, whether it's grocery runs or food runs or whatever, Um, people helping each other, giving donations, giving food to the shelters, um, medical supplies,
2: masks, people who converted their factories, into producing masks and sanitizers and such. These are the people
1: who wouldn't have thought about doing any of these before. But this event has given them the opportunity to kind of rise up and do good for another, you know?
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I believe that once this pandemic is done, everyone would have come out changed. Mm. I think people will start realizing that
1: what we had before doesn't work.
2: That there's gonna have to be shifts and changes in how we conduct society. and our ways of thinking. And in that sense, I believe that this pandemic has given
1: the whole collective humanity the opportunity to sort of reinvent ourselves. That's just a few things that I could think of top of my head of the positives. And if you keep focusing your attention there, you're gonna find so so much. much more.
0: There's absolutely so much. And, you know, as you mentioned earlier, you know, these events, I guess the way I see the any event in the world is it's it's neutral. The event itself is neutral. It's not bad or good. It's, as you said, for it's actually for us our highest good um, as well. And it's really how we decide to, you know, think about that event and experience that event, whether it has that positive or negative, whether it's good or bad. Uh, to us. And the way I look at it, everything that's going on is I'm excited. Like, because to me, these events are finally getting us off the fence. You know, they're really shifting and changing us internally um, to, you know, as you said, we got to face ourselves now. It's like, when have we ever slowed down and had a, a moment in time and had no excuses really to actually go inside? And check in and see, where are we at? Like, am I happy with my life and what I'm creating and co-creating with the universe? You know, businesses are now in a complete different state where people are working from home, whereas before it was like, no, you have to come to the office. Now they're fully functioning with people working remotely. So how's that going to change, you know, business and industry? And as we talked about before, that conscious leadership and conscious businesses arising from all of this and new services, you know, um, and getting that community spirit back. I, you know, they, those are the types of things I'm seeing. Uh, that And like you said, we're at the perfect, it's like a big blank canvas right now for us as humanity to create the world we all want to be a part of. And to me, I find it all very exciting. <laughs>
2: Yeah, even even though, even
0: though we've got you know, the, you know, there's death. There's 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 that sadness. There's that fear that's running through our you know through all of us through that collective energy uh, around the planet. But you know, I I also look at that the fact that we're at at a perfect time to just co-create whatever we like right now.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Mm.
1: And I find that us as humans. We don't change when we're in a comfortable state. Exactly. We change when we're pushed to the edge where there is no other option but to change.
0: Exactly. And that's what this yeah. is. Massive, yeah. massive disruption for all of yeah. humanity to experience and go, well, actually, you do have to, something has to shift. Yeah. You know? And I think it's great. I think it's, I'm excited <laughs> it by is. it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: to see just what kind of humanity we would
0: create after this oh absolutely yeah 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 it's beautiful so is there anything else that you would like to share i guess about what's going on in the world or any deeper insights from spirit that you would like to share with us today
2: well i guess i could do
1: a summary of what i shared with you guys in peru i'm guessing most of your listeners I mean, if I check your profile, it seems like most of them are young people
2: who are starting to awaken and starting to find their way in the world. This is the message that I received. Um, Some of us are here to help awaken the world, to help awaken humanity. Some of us are lights that were sent here. To brighten up the place. Because the earth has been such a dark place for so long, for too long,
1: that there was a point in time when the alarm bell was rang in the whole universe and a call for help was sounded. And they asked for volunteers who are willing
2: to help the earth because the earth is in an emergency sort of way. So if you are here and you're awakening,
1: you're realizing that you don't fit in to the society around you.
2: You're realizing that there's so much more than what the world is telling you. I would say you came here not to be a part of this world,
1: but to be a part of the change of this world. You
2: are one of the lights that was sent here to brighten up this earth. So, if you're confused and scared like I was, I would say just take it slow. Everything is going to be okay. Spirit will guide you every step of the way. And don't be sad because of the world. Don't get dragged down by the pains of the world. Instead, rise up. Rise up and let your light shine.
1: That is how you're going to help the world. By first lighting up the light within you. Because that light is contagious, you know. Once you light up, everyone around you will feel that light. And that will trigger a spark in their own light as well. And I believe that's the best way of lighting up the whole world, just one light at a time, spreading out, lighting
2: another, who in turn will also light others and others and others and so on. And the plan here is to create a new earth. Now, If you haven't looked into it, go and research how everything is an illusion.
1: This world is an illusion. And how there are
2: multiple infinite realities, parallel realities. And we get to choose which one we get on by our vibration. Now, at this time, the
1: future that I am pointing myself towards is where
2: we could awaken as many people as possible and help raise the vibration of everyone, which in turn will raise the vibration of Mother Earth herself. And by doing that, there will come a point when the vibrations will be high enough, when there will be enough lights that are turned on. And as a collective humanity and Mother Earth, we are going to shift into a higher dimension, into what is called the fifth dimension. And in this fifth dimension, we are given the opportunity to create a new earth, new humanity. When you don't live in fear anymore,
1: when you don't live in pain anymore, when your actions aren't based on greed anymore, what kind of earth,
2: what kind of humanity Will we create? And that is my highest excitement for me in this moment. And if you resonate with it, this is a version of the future that you could also join. It may seem like it's so far away
1: sometimes. It may seem like it's almost
2: impossible sometimes. But just stay there. Just be in your heart space. Live in your heart. Get out of your minds. Be in your heart center. Live, breathe, think and act from there. And all the
1: guidances that you need, all the knowledge, every question you have, every problem you have, the solution and the answers,
2: you will always find that it's already in there. So yeah, if anyone resonates
1: with what I just said, I would love to share this journey together
2: with all of you.
0: That was perfect, <laughs> beautiful, mate. Thank you so much for sharing those. Words. You're very welcome. It was beautiful. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed the episode today. Adrian is such a beautiful, beautiful soul who has so many messages to share with the world. And I hope the messages today and this episode resonated with you. If you'd like to find out more about Adrian, head over to scarcityrising.com forward slash AGEL023. And if you're interested in these types of conversations and you want to come and hang out with us, head over to Sagacityrising.com forward slash community. Thank you once again for taking time out of your life to listen to the podcast today. Stay groovy, my friends. My